guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Social media. Some people love it, can't leave it alone. Some people hate it, but see the value, so indulge to an extent. Some people avoid it like the plague, which perhaps is not the most sensitive analogy at this moment, and for that I apologize, but it's relatable. But it's something that I get asked a lot about, and something I've been experimenting with recently, so I thought, what the heck, let's have a group discussion on the socials. Hey, I'm Janice. And welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get into today's episode. Although there are a few major players in the social media world, today I want to start with my strong point, Facebook, and specifically Facebook Live. I know. This might surprise you because I don't actually have a special Connections Coffee and Confidence Facebook group set up yet. That's because it's something I'm strategizing around because I want it to do well. Not just start a group because it's expected, then not really have a system in place to make sure it's an asset to you. But if you know me personally or through my other business, you know that I go live quite frequently. Not while I'm camping, as I am while you're listening to this and I do post quite often. When the pandemic hit, I started going live every weekday while cooking our family dinner. Sometimes I did other meals or baking, but mainly dinners, because that's what my audience had been asking for. My business page grew like crazy. Did you just hear what I said there? My business page, the type of page that Facebook isn't mad on you using and therefore isn't really pushing to be seen. The page that I really had to work hard on just to get one piece of engagement per post, and that was from a very dedicated and supportive friend. All of a sudden, I went from somewhere in the region of 50-odd followers to 109. Because I went live, and they saw me. And my engagement went up because I was there talking about things and showing what I meant. 
explaining why it was done that way or what else you could do instead for different results. And people were responding, asking more questions. People were re-watching them and they were contacting me to ask follow-up questions. And do I need to tell you that sales followed? So does any of this sound good to you? Would you like to be able to do this for your business? Oh, and actually, I'm just going to take a moment and say I really hope you're on my email list. My email subscribers are getting some more in-depth tips to help out with their Facebook strategy as a thank you for being on my list. There are perks, so head over to JaniceFogarty.com and get signed up so you don't miss out on these things. Now you may be thinking, well, that's great for you, Janice, but maybe it's a coincidence that you went live more regularly and all of a sudden got more followers. Gee, Jan, look at the timing. Everyone was at home on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok anyway. You probably would have gotten those viewers irrespective. Hmm, I don't think so. Remember, Facebook's algorithm doesn't support business pages the way it used to, so my visibility was way down despite posting regularly. For the past four years, Facebook has been very clear on their focus to become more integrative, more immersive, and let's be honest, that's because they want people to stay on the platform longer, which really, you do too, as long as they're scoping your stuff and liking what they see. Facebook is using video because there's something much more interesting about watching live than pre-recorded or just looking at a pic, and the data backs up that sentiment. According to Facebook, live videos experience three times the engagement of typical videos shared on social media, and they drive comments at 10 times the rate of non-live videos. And according to Adweek, Facebook live videos also receive five times more engagement than standard photo posts. For reference, these stats are older, pre-COVID, and I wasn't able to find anything more recent and concrete, just statements that viewing and publishing live content is up over the same time frame from last year. But even with those older stats, that seems like the type of engagement and exposure that is probably going to be helpful to you meeting your goals. Oh yes, I did. I said that word again. Goals. Because you don't want to just appear on Facebook when the whim strikes, although you can. You want to do things that contribute to your brand, to your reputation, that serve your current customers and attract new ones. You want to use your time effectively, and that means knowing what you want to achieve and how you'll use your social media to do that. So you can press pause or re-listen when you have a chance to focus and strategize on how you want to use your social media to meet the goal you're focusing on. How can you tell or show your audience what you can do for them? How can you explain to them why they need you? Why are you their best option? And once you know what you want to accomplish, you're left with what might seem like the hard part. Doing it. Going live looking into that teeny tiny camera lens and pretending to be comfortable and awesome. Actually, you are awesome. That part isn't pretending. But I get more comfortable when I'm prepared. So here are a few things to think about to help you feel good about going live. First, think about your setup. Where are you going to do this? Your bedroom, in the car, your backyard, the office. What's your lighting like? And how about the sound quality? 
Do you have distractions like fighting children, although they are wonderful for gaining authenticity with many audiences, or a barking dog, a constantly dinging phone? Do you have something to prop your phone or tablet up on so you don't have a shaky view? I cannot tell you how many times I've been cooking live and had my tablet fall over, like a ghost thought it would be hilarious, and to the point where a friend actually bought me the gift of a stand to use. And can you set it up at a flattering angle? You don't really want to be facing downwards on your videos, to be honest. Nobody wants to see up your nose. And at this stage, you aren't looking for perfection. You're looking for competency. If you live in a beautiful home or have a garden in full bloom and can get good reception, we'll take advantage. But don't expect everything to be perfect during a live. Even when Mark Zuckerberg first announced the live function, his feed froze. Nobody's perfect. Everybody is good enough. Second, create a script of some kind. I won't lie. I can ramble. I know I can. It makes me delightful after a few drinks. However, going live and rambling is not showing me to be professional, nor is it showing that I respect and value either my time or that of my viewers. I took a speechwriting course in university and was a speechwriter for a government minister. Cardinal rule of speechwriting is to tell them what you're going to say, say it, and tell them what you said. And as Winston Churchill once said, Broadly speaking, short words are best, and the old words, when short, are best of all. So don't be full of jargon or fancy words, even if you know and can spell them. Speak plainly, clearly, and get to the point. And the third thing, since I just mentioned value, is to give it. Don't go on and go through a well-written and wonderfully delivered jumble of words. Do something. Say something. This is where you should be reaching to achieve your goals. What's your message? What reason are you giving people to listen this time and jump on when you go live next time? Provide some value. Either teach something, inform about something, build rapport by providing a glimpse of who you are and where you come from. Just do something relevant. The fourth thing is technically part of your script, but it's important enough to be its own point. And that's a call to action. What do you want people to do? Do you want them to contact you through a DM? To comment? To ask a question? To like your page? To vote on something? Don't just leave them hanging. Leave them with a definitive action. They might not do it, but if they do, that is engagement in your favor. The fifth thing is to actually do it. It would be super awesome if you had a schedule and a content plan. Oh, hey, would you like one? Because there might be a little something in the works for my wonderful listeners and email subscribers. That plan and schedule will allow you to promote your live. Yes, promote it. Like, tell people, hey, I'm going live at this time, and we'll be talking about this. And if you want that, then you should join in. That drives interested people to your live. You're getting a warm audience. Pre-planning gives you the chance to think about your timing and your audience. If you're targeting moms of littles, bedtime is probably not the best timing, but nap time could be a winner. And if you can't wrap your head around planning and organizing your social media right now, don't forget, I'm working on something for you. Until then, 
do your best. Doing something is better than nothing. And if you really can't face doing a live, that's okay. Record it. You'll still deliver your message. You'll introduce yourself to your audience in a personal way. And you'll get more visibility than a regular pick post. Just not as much as going live. So those are my strategies for being comfortable getting on a live. And because you're awesome, I'm going to give you three more tips. The first is to write a description. So right before you go live, you have the option of writing a description or a title for your video. Make it fun. Make it descriptive. Make it inviting. Give people a reason to tune in or to watch it later on. The second is to have someone else watch the comments. If you're teaching something or giving information, you don't want to miss the opportunity to be responsive in real time and answer questions. But sometimes it's hard to watch the comments, follow your script or your train of thought, and still remember to smile. So having a partner to signal or flip the questions to you can be really helpful. And third, show some energy. Smile. Laugh at yourself if you goof up. Be yourself and roll with it. If you smile, your brain will think you're happy, and all of a sudden it'll kick into gear and feed you happy hormones. So kickstart the happiness even if you don't feel like it. You soon will, and people love to engage with a happy person. According to TechCrunch, Facebook Live generates more than 3,000 years of watch time every day. Yeah, every day before COVID. Imagine what it's at now. If you'd like to get in on the highly engaged audiences out there, try following my strategies and let me know how you do. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.